Hello and welcome yet again to a fantabulous new episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you with Mr. Brandon Robertson. What up, dude? Yo, what's happening, man? How you feeling? Great. You look good. Always feel great. Yeah, the beard's looking gnarly. Fantastic. Oh, man. So here we are doing another podcast for this week special that we're doing for the Four Chord Music Festival. Yeah, if you haven't caught on yet. I don't know that you're going to. We're, we're coming at you strong with about eight bands that are on the Four Chord Music Festival at the Extaza Club down in the Strip District on November the 13th. So we are thrilled to introduce our special guest for this episode. We've got Drew from the band Let It Happen. Drew, what's up, dude? Hey, man. Just another day. How you doing? Fantastic, brother. Thanks for asking. And thank you for joining us here in the Spinning Thoughts podcast. I think it's appropriate to be on the Spinning Thoughts pro, uh, podcast. <laughs> all my thoughts are spinning all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Amen, man. That's uh, That was part of the uh, message behind the podcast. Um, so we are thrilled to have you on. We're going to chat a little bit more about the Four Chord Music Festival that you're affiliated with here in a little bit. But we always like uh, when bands jump on the pod to just kind of introduce you know, who and what the band is so that our listeners that may not know you can get acclimated. Yeah, uh, well, I'm in a band called Let It Happen. We're from Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, we're a four-piece. It's me and Sean and Nathan and Michael, and uh, we've been doing it for, I don't know, five or six years now and kind of been all over the place and gotten to do a lot of great things, and uh, we honestly just love what we do, so absolutely happy to be doing it. So, Absolutely. Um, who, who inspires the band? Like, what's kind of the force behind the music that you create which we'll we'll dive into a little bit more as we talk but what's the what's that force behind you guys um honestly we've just all known each other for a really long time uh we grew up as close friends like in high school and whatnot so any project that starts off with uh that level of history i I think is going to end up with some level of of depth but uh I feel that we're lucky. We all get along and uh, we butt heads when we need to, but got to. Yep. usually it's, it's all of us. It's all four heads working on ideas. I mean, Sean and I have been uh, there from the beginning. It was kind of, we got together one year and we're like, Hey, let's do something different. Cause we were playing in metal bands and, you know, as you do in high school. <laughs> right. And, uh, yeah. Metal. So really there is no driving force as in one force. It's really just uh the four of us taking in what we see in the world and spitting it back out. Awesome. And you said your, your home base is Cincinnati, right? Yep. So what's the music scene like in Cincinnati? I was in a ska band. I mentioned this in too many episodes, it seems, but um, I was in a ska band called the skunk 11 and we had the opportunity to do a small tour uh, a couple years ago and we went through Cincinnati. Pretty rocking down there, but what do you think of the music scene? Yeah, I mean, uh, the music scene here is great. We've had, like, huge bands come out of here. Uh, Walk the Moon is from here. Nice. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Did you, Brian? I, did, I didn't know Sam. that, no. Oh, you didn't know Walk the Moon was from? No, no not at all. Yeah. And, I didn't you know, know they I were from them. this world. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, uh, you're not laughing? No, I, I mean, uh, it's cheesy. But, yeah. <laughs> well, no, Drew laughed, one. so thank you, sir. I appreciate you. It was a good one. <laughs> all right, so we got Walk the Moon. Who else? I mean, uh, Foxy, uh, Foxy Shazam. I don't know if you're familiar with them. <laughs> yeah. No way, from Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah I remember, uh, you know, uh, quite a few years back, I remember seeing Eric Nally working uh, at the Hot Topic, you know, as you go to <laughs> in high school. Yeah. We were always like, oh, man, he, he's in Foxy Shazam. I've seen that guy eat, like, five cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the urban legend. Oh no! It happened. <laughs> you, you did see him eat five cigarettes. 
Yeah, he's eaten tobacco cigarettes before <laughs> on stage. How's he doing today? Man. What's he up to? Oh, his uh, stomach's eating away, but, you know, he's hanging in there. <laughs> he has ulcers, you know, he vomits on, a, no, on mean, the reg. He's he's great. I, he just had that song with uh, Macklemore, I think, not too long ago. Wow. Downtown, remember that song? Yes. Yeah, so he's doing big huh. things. He's he's awesome. Hell yeah, so there's definitely some good that comes from Cincinnati, um, and, and that includes you guys for sure. You, you have made a pretty big impact on the music uh, scene, especially within your genre, it seems. So congratulations on that. What genres really flourish in the city of Cincinnati, would you say? I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of like uh, pop rock and pop punk sounds. Um, there's a lot of things that go on down in Fountain Square. I know that, you know, we have a college uh, public radio station here called WNKU that really loves to play uh, local artists. So, uh, you know, like uh, when Jimmy World came through, they wanted like a local band to play and they played a band called uh, with a band called Coconut Milk. And they're from Cincinnati and they're a pretty good band. You hear them on the public radio and it's a lot of indie sounds and yeah. pop rock sounds. So are you a Bengals fan? Um, This is the f- first year I've tried to football. Oh, OK. <laughs> uh, I, I haven't usually actually been into sports, but I- I'm trying yeah. Okay. So you you do support the Bengals though. That's okay. Just curious. Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you know, it's it's interesting. We almost have every um, you know, every team represented from the North Division here, the AFC North, because we got Brandon, who's from Cleveland, loves the Browns. Yeah, sadly. Right. Born and raised in Pittsburgh, I am. So obviously, I love the uh, amazing Steelers. And now we've got Cincinnati representation. That's fantastic. We just need to find a band from Baltimore to come up, and then we'll be good nah, to go. let's not. Yeah, I guess you're right. We can just ask somebody <laughs> no, from Cleveland. No, let's stick with the Trinity. <laughs> yeah, the Trinity works for me. So, hey, um, let it happen. You guys, you know, seem like you've uh, had a busy year so far. Um, been playing some shows. Um, but what I want to know is, you uh, correct me if I'm wrong, your most recent album that you've had come out has been out for about two years now, right? Cause and Effect? Oh man, has it been that long already? I think that's <laughs> you tell me, man. I, I'm making sure my research is correct. Yeah, I think it's about that long. Yeah. So you know what I was curious about was, you know, what have you two years? You know, to have an album out there and and to be gaining steam and, um, you know, playtime. You know, from whatever mediums. What kind of feedback have you gotten about the album? I'm sure you've kind of acquired some sort of sense as to how it's done. Yeah. Um, I honestly think that the reception overall has been a slow but very hot burn. Um, you know, we've, we've had the opportunity to do some very cool tours on this record. Um, you know, we did a tour with State Champs uh, yeah. last year. That's awesome. Um, you know, and we always get hit up um, by kids on Twitter, like, you know, like, this record is so great, like, people don't sleep on it, like, but obviously, you know, we're not like the hottest band in the world right now either. So it definitely is the following that we do gather really does appreciate it uh, for what it is. And it's a strong following. That's for sure. Yeah, it definitely is. And that's I would rather be um, a band that like, you know, it, it takes some time for it to set in because I've always respected uh, bands with timeless careers. You know, I don't want to get stuck in a fad and blow up and then fizzle out real quick i would rather grow an authentic and slow fan base well talk to me about how your band has changed i mean this album came out two years ago are you the same band are you a different band now i mean how is that now well i don't think anybody wakes up tomorrow and is the same person they were you know the day before nicely said nicely said it's definitely safe to say that we're a different band than we used to be especially with two years passing but uh our sound is changing we've been doing a lot of writing and you know it's nothing crazy but i just think that as people in bands mature so does their music as it should and you know you get some fans that can't deal with change you know they've got you know certain qualms about that but you know, I think that it, Brandon and I are musicians. We play in bands as well, too. And um, one thing that 
I, you know, him and I try to pride ourselves on in the band that we're in is to stay fresh and to always grow and learn and educate ourselves and learn more and reflect that in the music. So I would anticipate that that's the exact evolution that you guys are going through. Before we move away from the cause and effect album, um, I just wanted to get a little bit more insight behind it. So, you know, if, if, if there was somebody who's never heard of Let It Happen before, which I'm sure there's not many, but for those who have not heard of Let It Happen, um, what track on that album, Cause and Effect, would you guide them to listen to first to give the best representation of your band? Oh, let's see. I suppose... I mean, I, I actually suppose it would be High and Dry. Nice. And and the reason being is, uh, you know, the record takes some slow dives and gets, uh, you know, more mellow at times. But it, it does, it, which is very cool. It's different in that regard. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I couldn't find the word, but mellow is right. Yeah, we really wanted to write a record that, you know, took you through a roller coaster and, and uh, really takes you through the highs and the lows. And I think the cool thing about High and Dry is you kind of get both of those feelings in that song. Yeah. Um, the verses are, are very toned back and uh, the lyrics are vulnerable, which is, you know, a big part of the record. Um, and then you have these big, strong, powerful choruses. And um, I, I just think it really shows like the duality of, of the record and takes you through the highs and lows that the whole record will. So what I'm curious about, it's kind of like a two-part question, is is there a message or a meaning behind cause and effect? And, and the double part to that question is how does that connect with like your graphic, that, that tree that's sideways where you can see the roots to the left and the tree flourishing to the right? What, what, what kind of meaning or message is behind all that? Um, honestly it kind of developed itself, you know, it started out with an idea and um, we're all very into an album being a full package. Uh, so there's a lot of messages behind it. We really wanted to go for a strong graphic that goes with the meaning. Right. And uh, so, you know, we came up with the tree yang is what we called it. Okay. And, yeah, uh, that's cool. Cool way to put it. So really the, the record is about, you know, finding your vulnerability through uh, realizing that you're kind of caught in the middle of ca the cause and effect of, of everything. You know, the things that you do, the things that the people around you do, the things that the people on the other side of the world do. It's so much of it is out of your control that, and you just kind of get tossed in the middle. So is it like the butterfly effect? <laughs> man that's a great movie it is and a I fucking was just awesome movie about it yesterday it's so crazy that you brought that up uh we're on the same fucking wavelength right now man we're just we're <laughs> we're, 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 we're where we need to be you know yeah that's a great movie it's just i have a hard time watching it because uh you know it kind of fucks me up i hear you that one in uh brandon's never seen it but eternal what is it eternal sunshine, sunshine. for the spotless eternal mind sunshine of the spotless mind that's yeah. one of my favorite movies me too and i can't even watch it because I'm not the same for a few days after I watch. I'm glad that somebody else experiences that that kind of like downfall because seriously, it is one of my favorite movies too, but I can't remember the last time I watched it because I know that I'm going to be out of commission for a couple of days after watching it because I just go into too much thought and you know some downward spiral. So um okay, good. So maybe we, what we can do yeah, is Yeah, you guys make it sound appealing. <laughs> what what Drew and I could do sometime is we'll we'll pick a day that we can watch it and then talk to each other. Maybe record a podcast and just talk about our feelings um, afterwards right. for some it, healing. It could it could get depressing. It, it could. You might want to disclaim that <laughs> possible so, triggers. Right. So on the topic of this album, Cause and Effect, which is a fantastic album. It's it's great. You can find it basically everywhere. It's on uh, I use Apple Music. I think Brandon kind of dabbles into that too. I do. Um, so you can find it on there. I mean, we definitely encourage our listeners to check it out. It's a great album. But with two years going by, you've got to have something, I would assume, in the you know, kind of loaded up in the shotgun or down your pipeline of new music, new EP, new album. What, what do we have coming up? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've been spending uh, almost all of our time writing. You know, like I said, you know, we've been on the road here and there. We 
we just did that tour with Mission City soundtrack, and then uh, we were on the road with Speak Low. Was that their while. farewell one? It was. You were on there. You were incredible. supporting them on their farewell tour. I mean, it was an absolute honor, and I, I holy pride. shit, man! Yeah, yeah I didn't awesome. know that. That is an honor. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. But um, wow, how many dates did yeah, you play so, with them? Huh? How many dates did you play with them? Oh, I'm honestly not sure. It, it could have been around 11 dates. Wow! Congrats, man. That's fantastic. Yeah, it those was guys awesome. rock. They're pioneers, man. They they rock. I know. I I can't believe they did it for so long, and to see them off was was just truly something else. Yeah. But anytime we have in between, um, you know, the tours that we decide to do, we have been spending uh, writing. And like I said before, you know, we're, we're trying to change our sound uh, with the way that we ourselves are changing. And it's yielded some really great results. And I mean, we have like a ton of music that I just honestly can't wait to release. So is there like an actual like physical like entity of an album that you are working on that you have a name for a, a certain release date or is it still conceptualizing as we speak it's still very early it, it, uh, it's definitely still conceptualizing you know like demoing some things out and uh you know i really try to put a lot of effort into lyrics so i constantly rack my brain day after day <laughs> on how to articulate what i want to say and so. you're you're mentioning of the lyrics so your role with the band are you're the lead vocalist correct correct yeah do you uh do you ever grab an instrument or anything like that yeah i i do play guitar and sing so i i play rhythm guitar most of the time and i like to pick up you know some leady fun parts here and there or else i would get too bored <laughs> do is the writing process um how how is it is it is it a democratic process or is it something that that you have a, a very very large share in um i think that i have naturally i have a large share in it just because i write most of the lyrics right um and that's obviously a big part of the song, but it really never has a rhyme or reason. We all are musicians who love to write music. So, you know, one day I might bring in a riff or a melody or a lyric. And, you know, the other day Sean might come in with a lyric idea and it just never happens the same way twice, really. Do you have any, um, any thoughts on, the song high and dry from your your album cause and effect correct do you have any thoughts on that because we're actually going to be playing that here for our listeners in, in about a minute or two what, what do you have to say about it um kind of going back to what i said about it before i i just really like the uh the motion it takes you through you know it, it has really high peaks and really low dips as far as you know emotionally speaking and uh <clears throat> It's just a good example of the vulnerable lyrics that you can find on the record, um, kind of realizing that, you know, things are out of your hand. And it's a little bit of a bittersweet kind of song, but uh, it's definitely one of my favorites. So why don't we uh, give it to the uh, give it to the people, Brandon? Let's listen. So we've got we've got high and dry by Let It Happen for you right here, right now on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Enjoy. It's a sign Things never go my way Thinking it all the wrong times Tell me that I'm alright Try, I can try I'm taking your water And turning it into my wine Feeling fine From now on fine We could drink Each other lovers too and I could learn to love my taste too
each other as lovers do. And I So that was High and Dry by Let It Happen. Fantastic awesome. track off of the album Cause and Effect. Brandon, what do you got on your mind right now after that? Uh, it's awesome. I, I, I hear exactly what he's saying with the peaks, the valleys. Um, I've heard this song numerous times before. Uh, we just listened to it now. Um, love it. So, Drew, thanks for letting us play that here on the Spitting Thoughts podcast. We definitely enjoyed it. And um, yeah, thanks for playing it. Hell yeah. Are you guys going to be uh, to make a nice smooth transition to the next topic? Are you going to be playing that song at the four chord music festival? Oh, yeah. I don't think if we didn't play it, it probably wouldn't be a let it happen set. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you usually place that song? Is there a particular spot that it holds um, holds the crown for or anything? Um, I mean, really, honestly, you should come check it out, even though I'm going to tell you when it is. But we love closing with it. We think it's a really strong closer. Awesome. I think so, too. And, you know, what we as we're transitioning to the topic of the Four Chord Music Festival, which is on November the 13th, we encourage everybody that hears this podcast, hears us talking on social media, sees the band sharing this. Don't just go for one band, although, you know, let it happen would be a great choice if you were going to pick one band. But we encourage you to attend the entire festival. I'll see the whole concert. Go early. Stay late. You know, just make it happen. It's from 1 to 11, I believe. It's going to be a hell of a time. Brandon? It's in the Strip District, man. That's where it happens in Pittsburgh. So, Drew, you pumped about this being on the Four Chord Music Festival. Talk to us about how you got on there, what your thoughts are, things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty cool because uh, we were able to grab, like, two festivals uh, consecutively in a row. So that, that's going to be pretty fun. Uh, there are definitely some big names that I'm excited to play with. Uh, you know, like I, I just found out like the Spill Canvas is playing, I believe. They rock, yep. Uh, you know, like obviously Mayday Parade is huge. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely if you're going to go to a festival and buy a ticket, I, you know, I would get your money's worth because there's more bands than I can, you know, we even have time to talk about. And I'm sure they're all great. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um Solid, solid lineup from the national acts to the there's a, there's a fantastic grouping of regional acts, which, you know, we throw you into that category is like that, you know, level of, of acts that really have a broad reach, a lot more than what um, you would think. And then I think that there's a ton of local bands on there, too, which is fantastic. And um, the common piece with all of this, with the artists that are on there. The festival in general is a man that we've talked about on every episode with the bands on this um, festival is Rishi Ball from Eternal Boy. So do you have a a connection or a friendship with with Rishi at all? Because that seems to be the trend. Uh, I don't personally. If someone in my band does, then I don't really know about it. 
But if that's the case, then I'm definitely excited to meet him and get to know him. <laughs> so Rishi is basically the guy. He's in the band Eternal Boy. They used to be the Space Pimps, and Rishi is the guy who basically owns Four Chord Music and is putting on this festival. So he has his hands big time in Pittsburgh. So we're excited, um, you know, for all this to kind of go down. Who are you looking forward to seeing as like a spectator, I guess you could say, or as a fan, who are you looking forward to seeing the most? I know you mentioned some of the bands like Spill Canvas, Mayday, but who are you saying is number one that you, you're looking forward to seeing? Yeah, honestly, I I mean, I already brought them up, but I'm going to have to go with the Spill Canvas. I agree, man. It's been way too long since I've seen them. Um, I haven't heard their name in a long time, and I was I was honestly just kind of surprised that they were playing and I think I saw them w- once when I was much younger at Warp Tour, maybe in passing when I didn't really know who they were as much. So I don't really consider that I've seen them. So yeah. I'm excited. They've flown under the radar for a long, long time. They were like one of the largest, like under the radar bands, like, you know, a couple years ago, 10 years ago. And, you know, I'm glad to say they kind of had like a resurgence with, like, I think their 10 year anniversary of one of their albums. And then they did the request tour. Um, I believe is how they called it, where fans got to proactively request what songs they wanted to be played at their show, which is pretty cool. You know, it's a with all this desensitization and you know technology and media, it's cool to create some sort of fan interaction, don't you think, B? I think it's awesome. I think it may lead to a lot of the same songs being played Maybe. if they have songs that are you know consistently popular among their fans, but. Uh, I, of course, fan interaction in any way is something that you need to do. Drew, do you have any sort of approach on fan interaction and how do you guys engage with your fans? Because, again, Let It Happen's done a very, very nice job of acquiring not just a quantity of fans but a quality, a, a large quality of, of fans that, that follow you guys. So do you have a certain approach to that? I mean, I think really what it comes down to uh, for our band specifically is just authenticity. You know, um, I will stay till the end of uh, whatever show till they're yelling at people to get out. Um, I'm always out there, you know, trying to shake hands and and meet people. And I think that that has a lot to do with uh, the reoccurring fans, the people who like follow tours, the, the faces I see on like six out of our 12 day run, you know, like. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that they feel genuinely accepted and appreciated. Um, you know, obviously, like, we appreciate, like, would we be p- playing shows if we didn't have people in front of us to play them to? Right. You know, and that's how I really feel about it. And I would like to think that that shows. And I, I, that's what I think it is about. I think they feel that appreciation. Uh, I think the gratitude is there. And they feel welcome. They feel like it's, it's a place that they can come and like, we're, uh, you know, we're your friends who you can come talk to, you know, we're approachable. So, and and, you know, I try to stay interactive on stage, but sometimes my, uh, my awkwardness inhibits (laughs) me there, but (laughs) I, everyone has it. And sometimes it's so like eternalized. Nobody thinks it's awkward except for the, the person, you know, being on stage is a dynamic kind of thing um it's interesting and it's it's funny to see how you know different musicians and artists approach that spotlight i guess you could say um but i'm sure it's not awkward we'll have to watch some video and see if it is or not (laughs) don't you think brandon oh yeah i'm already downloading it (laughs) so do you know when let it happen is actually playing this festival from what i understand there's not a I, i think there's a general idea of when you are but they're not like really setting it in stone do you know when you're playing uh i definitely think it's uh, i'm not sure when the festival starts but there are so many bands um but i think that we'll probably play in the early evening okay Uh, i know it's going to be later on in the day i'm ashamed to say that i kind of just show up (laughs) (laughs) so hey on that topic too you know with some of the What's what's the nicest? Way? I mean, this is a good thing for you. I don't, I don't want to knock anybody else, but I'd say that uh, of the bands on the bill, I mean, you guys definitely have a huge following in comparison to maybe you know others. And and who cares about that? I mean, it is what it is. It's good or it's bad. But um, you know, 
what what are your expectations on this festival? Like, do you, you know, are you going to have a huge following there that's going to show up for you? What, what, what are your expectations for it? Uh, honestly, I, I don't go into many things with any expectations. <laughs> uh, it really never matters if I'm playing to 20 kids or if I'm playing to a thousand kids. Yeah. Uh, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm going to play the exact same way. I think that that's what's uh, really beautiful about this festival, though, is is that you could have people there that are there to see Let It Happen. You can have people there that aren't there, but at the end of it, they're going to see you and they're going to really enjoy it and and become a new yeah, fan. Yeah, that's what and, it's all about. Man. And you'll become a new friend. And, yeah, so I think that that's what's beautiful about these festivals. So, and do you guys have Let It Happen? Do you have management someone who does your booking and, and things like that who takes care of the business side yeah we uh we have a manager right now his name's nick holman um and then we also are booked by brad wiseman and uh it's a team we haven't been working with for too terribly long but uh <laughs> we've been building great relationships all the way around and they're great people and uh it looks like things are going in a good direction. So when you have someone that manages and, and does your booking and, and things like that, I mean, that's a, you know, that's a telling sign of the maturity of the band and, and, you know, the seriousness that you take, you know, your band and the music and your fans and, and things like that. Um, so I think that's really great that you're at that level, but do you, do you still find yourself, do you still have control over those things or, or how does that work? Oh, absolutely. I don't think that we'll ever be a band that just puts ourselves in somebody else's hands. And it's not that we're afraid to or anything. It's just that we've always been very close to our art and very close to our business. And we just, uh, we always want to be a part of it in that way or else I don't see what the point would be. But, um, yeah, we obviously have control over uh, what we do. Uh, you know, I and not none of our people are the kind of people who would tell you how something is going to be anyway. There's right. just like a, there's a, there's a level of respect. Right. So, uh, you know, it's a good situation. Have you played in Pittsburgh before? Let it happen. Have you guys been here? If so, where? Yeah, we've been through a few times. Um, I'm not very good at remembering the names of places, but I know we just, we just played there, uh, with speak low. If you speak love Yep. on that run that we did at, uh, smile, smiling moose. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a small yeah. little venue down in uh, the South side. You had to climb up them stairs. You remember it? Oh, I, I do remember <laughs> the stairs. Yep. Everybody does. Oh, pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been on the Four Chord Music Festival before? This is its third iteration, I believe. Have you been on it? No, this is going to be our first time. We're excited. Awesome. We're excited that you're going to be on it as well. And um, Brandon and I are excited to um, introduce a brand new segment um, here with you, Drew. We actually created this segment specifically for you and your band. Oh, shucks. You shouldn't have. We did. And it's, it's typed up and it's printed out, so we have to do it. So um, here's what it is. Pretty simple, all right? Your band okay. name is Let It Happen. We're not sure necessarily. Maybe we'll give you an opportunity to explain if there's a meaning behind Let It Happen, if something happened or you're anticipating something to happen and you're encouraging people to let it. But we created a segment called Would You Let It Happen? And so we're going to give you scenarios, just you know, basic questions, and you just need to answer Yes, you would let it happen, or no, you would not let it happen. Sound good? All right, I, th I think I can handle it. It's pretty, pretty simple. Brandon, why don't you lead off with the first question? First question on everybody's mind, elections in two days. Would you let it happen, Donald Trump, be president? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Easy enough. That's exactly what I figured you would say. Uh, next one, and this is also in the hearts of many. <laughs> Uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt breaking up. If it's your call, would you do you let it happen? I do. Why? You, you trying to get with Angelina, or are you trying to get with Brad? Uh, no, Brad's just my boy. And he <laughs> needs to be happy. I don't even know what the situation is, but uh. So you'd let it happen? You wouldn't try to keep love together, or maybe it's no. not really love. Yeah, who knows? Who could say? All right. So next. The next question for would you let it happen is, 
Another Shrek movie. Would you let it happen? Absolutely. <laughs> I love the Shrek movies as well. All right. Would you let Brett Favre come out of retirement again? Would you let it happen? No, I think it'd be bad for his career. <laughs> he should give it up. All right. So Brett Favre, stay home. I agree. Brandon, take the next one. <laughs> All right. Uh <laughs> This is a good one. That's why I gave it to Brandon. <laughs> I don't understand. The... Do you want me to ask it? Yeah, no, I'll ask it. It just doesn't make sense. Would you let it happen? Who you lost your virginity to? Yeah, like it's saying, like, would you let the person who took your virginity actually be the one to take it? Would you let it happen, or would you have changed who it was? Oh, okay. I guess what, then that's the question. Would you have changed who it was? Yeah. Or would you have let it happen the way it happened? Hey, no regrets. Let it happen. <laughs> All right, good one. So, um, would you let it happen? Agreeing to coming on this podcast? Well, clearly. Well, now that he's on I, it. Yeah, I guess I did, huh? You did, but do do you have regrets here? No regrets. Let it happen. <laughs> We're on the same level as the virginity. Do you get that like same comment? Yeah, yeah. Same it, reaction. It just, it just That's good. Makes sense, yeah. So, Journey, they have been nominated to the Rock Hall of Fame. Would you let it happen? Would you let them get in? I would let it happen. What's your favorite Journey song? Do you have one? Uh, I mean, I'm going to have to go with the cliche, honestly. Uh, it, Don't Stop Believing is an absolute hit. It is, and uh, it's fantastic. It's never been topped. I mean, No. Uh, hey, on a side note real quick, I just wanted to mention this about Journey for anybody who cares. I figured Brandon would care. Drew, maybe you do too. So there's something interesting with this. So Journey, this is their first time being nominated for the Rock Hall of Fame. Yeah. I am embarrassed that I don't know the guy's name, who their lead singer is right now. We just saw him in concerts yeah, back in July, Brandon. His name is... Uh, uh, can you look it up so we can give the people the right information? But So, S Stephen Perry was, you know, there. That's the voice of Journey, right? And right. Um, so, with the nomination into the Rock Hall, what they're saying is, is that Stephen Perry will get the induction if they are indeed inducted into the Hall of Fame. But the guy who is leading the band right now is not on the list, meaning he won't actually be in the Hall of Fame. And Journey's actually a little bit upset about it, and they're trying to... His name is uh, Arnell Pineda. Yes. Here's the interesting thing, though, with Arnell. He's been in the band, Journey, longer than Stephen Perry has weird that is but weird. all of the big songs i mean all their songs were all written when stephen perry was in the band but but arnell 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 um he has been in the band longer and they're refusing to give him like a slot like his name won't be in the band like for the hall of fame isn't that crazy that is a little bit crazy Drew, you got any thoughts on that uh yeah i mean i guess it's definitely interesting and i i definitely feel bad for the current vocalist but I, I think that like one of the I heard somewhere that one of the uh, like requirements uh, or whatever for being inducted into the Hall of Fame was um, like uh, influence. You know what I mean? Yeah. So really, they were at their most influential in the world of music when Steve Perry was the singer. And yeah, you know, and they could have ended Journey when things happen with Stephen Perry and they would still be inducted into the hall of fame. Yeah, so, exactly. So I, I see what you're saying. It's a good way to put it. it. It's sad because, and Brandon and I just saw journey in concert and man, did they put on a hell of a show? It's fantastic actually. And the, the dude's got chops. I mean, no, there's no doubt. It, it's incredible. His vocal range and his um, endurance with it really too. But I get what you're saying, Drew. It's actually a really good way to put it. So thank you for clarifying. We got a couple more questions here in the new segment. Would you let it happen before we wrap that up and kind of head toward the end of this podcast? Um, would you let it happen? Emailing your social security social security number to Hillary. Would you let it happen? Hill dog. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, sure. I would let it happen. Okay. Do you I, trust that she, she would keep it confidential? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Brandon, what's the next one? Oh, next. Global warming. Would you let it happen? <laughs> well, no. If I had a choice, obviously, I wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> Does it even exist? Yeah. Do you, are you one of the ones that think it exists, or are you um, on the other side of things that, that deny it's happening? 
uh, you know, I kind of believe things when I see them. Okay. So I couldn't say. All right, so we're on the fence. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> Neither are we. Um, all right, so would you let it happen? Start celebrating the holidays the day after Halloween. Oh, no. No, <laughs> if I had any control, I would absolutely not allow this terrible thing to happen. I agree with that. Brandon, what's the next one? Would you allow or would you let it happen? Somebody skipping you in line. Would you let it happen? <laughs> Say you're waiting at the movie theater. Somebody comes in. Steps right in front of you. What happens? I probably let it happen. Really? I probably would too. Yeah, I'm not one it. for drama. Yeah, I wouldn't want to confront. Okay. All right, good. And this is the final question of the brand new segment inspired by the band Let It Happen from Cincinnati, Ohio, which drew here. Would you let it happen? A real life purge. Oh boy. You're familiar with the purge movies? Yeah, I, I never really took the time to watch it, but how couldn't you know the whole spiel? Right, um, basically you get one day, 24 hours to commit any crime you want without any kind of repercussion. So murder is top of that list. And yeah, they, no, I would I would absolutely not let that happen. You would not let it happen? No. By no means. Too barbaric for me. Yeah, are you saying you would let it happen? Brandon, would you? I also would not. Okay, I would not either, but let me just ask this question and then we'll we'll move on. Let's say that there was a real life purge. In the movies, they claim that the the purpose of the purge and the benefit of the purge is is that people let their aggressions out on this one day and that crime and violence and rape and all that kind of stuff throughout the other 364 days of the year are catastrophically lower than when they're what do you think that that would actually create that scenario it's still the same thing i, I mean, mean it's I, it people are still dying like but what i'm saying is do you think it would alleviate crime the every other day of the year of course i do yeah significantly but i don't I, I think that the number that's significantly saved versus the number that died during the purge is going to be relatively equal Less people would die in the purge than they would on a full year basis. I don't think so because it's you're allowing people to do. I I think it would be exactly the same. Drew, yeah, I mean, I think it would be it would be definitely close to the same. You think that people in one twenty four hour period can accumulate the amount of crime that would occur on a normal year time frame? Yes. In one day, they could accomplish. There, I just don't think there's enough hours in the day for them to actually create. I mean, do you know how many crimes there are in a day? If all those people that are are killing people, you told them, "Hey, it's going to be legal for you to do it here in just a second. They're still they're going to say, "Okay," and just wait till then. I just don't see any actual benefit. So we wouldn't let the purge happen, is what we're saying, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we would let the purge happen, right? Brandon, um. We're, we're, we're coming toward the end of this with Drew, um, but we always do this one segment that is dear to our hearts. We've done it with everybody for the Four Chord Music Festival. We're going to continue doing it with the rest of the bands from the festival. Brandon, bring Drew up to speed on what it is. All right, we have a segment we call Lyrics as a Poem, where you simply choose a lyric of yours and read it to us as sensual and poetic as you can. Can you do that? Uh, yeah, sure. But, like, here's the thing. We really want to stress, like, make it dramatic. You can even, like, do it with, like, an accent if you want. Like, we really just want it to be over the top. Erotic. We're going for erotic. Putting you on the spot. Yeah, let, let me uh, let me pick one real quick, I guess. Awesome. I mean, hey, you take your spin. It doesn't have to be anything that we're saying. We just want to basically what has happened and we've prefaced this with our other artists that we've talked to is Brandon and I find it to be funny and, and difficult for artists to say their lyrics. It's hard to do it without the instrument, without the music, and then even saying them without the music, it, it gives it almost a different vibe or feel or sound so it's always kind of interesting to just feel that dynamic between the two so what song do you think you're gonna do give us a verse or a chorus nothing too long uh i guess we can do something out of high and dry huh? awesome awesome let's keep it let's do it try <laughs> 
I can try. Taking your water <laughs> and turning it into my wine. Wow. And we, we could drink each other. Like lovers too. <laughs> hey, that was fantastic. Yep. Drew, listen, seriously, man, that was the best one I've heard. We This is now like episode nine or ten for us. We're, so we're still in our infancy. We're just getting on our feet. But we've done lyrics as a poem every single time. That was fantastic. I, I got to clap again. Good yeah. job. It really was. Oh, thank you. I know. I'm a natural Shakespeare. How do you right. feel after that? I mean, it's got to feel liberating. You got to feel different. I feel I feel changed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you feel changed because uh, you sound different, actually. Are we even still talking to Drew? Is Drew there? Hello, Drew. Uh, no, this is actually Andy. <laughs> Andy from Parks and Rec or no, just just Andy? No, that's just my uh, that's my <laughs> alternate personality. Gotcha. Um, all right, so look, we've also been asking bands a particular question in in the holiday theme. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. Everyone's already got the holiday, you know, music and decorations and shit out. So here at the Spinning Thoughts podcast, we're going to feed into that just a little bit. So every artist that we're talking to that's on the Four Chord Music Festival, we ask, we basically make them. So we're going to make you the secret Santa to another band that's on the bill for the four chord music festival. Now you don't actually have to buy them anything unless you want to, but what we want to know is, and since you are thrilled to be seeing the spill canvas, what would you as their secret Santa get the spill canvas for the holidays this year? Oh my gosh. (laughs) There's no price limit either. So sky's the limit. Make it good. They're going to hear this too. What would I get them for Secret Santa? Yep. Huh? Oh man. Just go with your gut. I would probably get them. A time machine. Okay. All right. I like this. For a for what purpose do you think they need one so they can go back in time and stay on the one fell swoop cycle forever (laughs) because it was absolutely fucking perfect whether they know it or not i think they know it and i agree with you i mean who doesn't love that uh piece of uh music that they created i think that's a great Secret Santa gift, Brandon, don't you? Wouldn't you want to just go back in time and just and just live those glorious days writing glorious music whenever yes. you want it? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Love it. Those were great years for all of emo and pop punk and ska and punk and you know, all that. It was it was good times back then. I would totally jump in that time machine. Even if it cost me an arm or a leg. Like if, you know, the leg got left in twenty sixteen and it didn't come with me to two thousand and Six or whatever. I'd be okay with it. <laughs> One arm. You can't play an instrument without an arm. I could still do this podcast though, Brandon. So watch out. Here I come. Um, all right. So, hey, um, everybody. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Okay. But this is the time of the podcast where, you know, Brandon, myself, and Drew from Let It Happen, we have become best friends basically. Right, Drew? Absolutely. We're the Trinity, remember? (laughs) Yes, we are. Um, And this is when we're going to have to say goodbye, unfortunately. But, you know, what's beautiful about music is is that it lives on forever. So we want to encourage all of our listeners to directly check out Let It Happen. And we're going to give you an opportunity, Drew, to kind of plug where the listeners can find you. Obviously, if you're in Pittsburgh, if you're around Pittsburgh, if you have access to a private jet, Get to Pittsburgh on November the 13th for the Four Chord Music Festival at Extaza in the Strip District, I believe, from 1 to 11. And check out Let It Happen and the other 17 bands that are going to be rocking your faces off that day. Oh, it's going to be insane. It's going to be really great. Drew, let everybody know where they can find Let It Happen online, shows you may have coming up, 
things like that. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're playing in Columbus at the Ohio is uh, festival on the 12th. And then, you know, we're coming your guys's way uh, for the four chord music festival, obviously. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at, at let it happen band. Uh, you know, we've got Facebook, you know, the full round, uh, you can check out cause and effect on Spotify and even better. You can buy it on iTunes and, uh, yeah, I'm excited to play the festival. Awesome. We're excited to have you. Yeah. Thanks uh, for jumping onto the podcast and giving us some of your time. Um, again, make sure you check out, let it happen this Sunday, November 13th at Extaza four chord music festival. Drew, Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, my brother. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. All right, bro. We'll talk soon. And once again, we want to thank Drew from Let It Happen, based out of Cincinnati, Ohio. The I'd say probably the better city in Ohio than maybe Cleveland. Right, Brandon? Oh, yeah. Uh, No, of course not. (laughs) Uh, But, Drew, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you check out Let It Happen this Sunday, November the 13th at the Four Chord Music Festival. Brandon, what's on your mind? Not much. I'm glad to be talking to all these bands. It's fantastic. It's awesome. It's a great way to get to know them a little bit better, gain some insight to them. And again, please check out all their social media, all their sites. The Four Chord Music Festival is the pinnacle of our conversation. And look, while you're at it, don't forget to send the love our way too, okay? You can uh, subscribe to the Spinning Thoughts podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. You can follow us on SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter. You can go to our website, which encompasses all those different elements at the uh, www.spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Boom. That's about it, right? That's it. So signing off from the Spinning Thoughts podcast for the Four Chord Music Festival week long special yep i guess is what we'll call it spinning thoughts podcast world music megaplex here at evergreen studio this is angelo this is brandon peace out